Newcastle, it's that time again. Here are your bench warmers, Sean and Storky. Hello and welcome to the bench warmers. My name is Sean, and like always, I'm joined by my good mate Matt Storky. Stork, how are you, Storky? Oh, mate, I'm great. You know, uh, see you wearing the old uh, helmet there. I know we agreed. We're both excited for the NFL season, so we decided, you know, we throw on our NFL jerseys. But uh, I don't remember the uh, helmet being in the pre-show talk. Mate, um, yeah, I was going to go with the padding and everything, but it's a bit bit warm. Um, but yeah, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking the helmet. Not for the whole show. It's a bit bit heavy. It's really heavy. Um, it be hard to, hear, hard to hear in there too, I'm guessing. Oh, my head kind of just wants to do this. Um they must have strong necks in the NFL. You know, you know who needs one of these helmets? Kalen Ponga. He does. I should, I should, I should go, and, go and give it to Kalen Ponga. Storky, anything yeah. catch your eye this week? Um. Well, yeah. Well, firstly, even before that, it's good to be back. You know, every time we plan on having to have a week off, you know, we took a week off because you had to, you know, um, a whole little holiday and went up to watch the Titans game. Planning on being back the week after, and you know, you. Lost your voice, so it is what it is. We ended up having two weeks off. So, firstly, it's good to be back, brother. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's great to be back. Just happens, um, but um, yeah. Did you have a good time up there, mate? Yeah, I, I had a great time on the Gold Coast. Um, it's pretty pretty relaxing. Weather weather was great. Finally, yeah, well, I was about to say finally got to meet Link, but I I met him when I went up to um Magic Round. But yeah, it, it was yeah. good. It was good to just sit there and watch the game with Link and have a few beers. Um. We actually got recognised in the crowd as you know, as the bench warmers and the knighted. That was that was quite nice when you when you're out and about and people just recognise you and come up and say hello. It makes you makes you feel warm and fuzzy and 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 whatever you're doing out there on on your platform that it's making a difference. Nice. It's funny to think the three of us haven't actually been in the same room together. So one day the Trinity will unite. Next uh, next magic around. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Okay, so yeah, anything catch my eye? Yeah, well, um, the Swannies in the AFL through to the prelims. So, um, uh, well, they didn't play last week, but they're playing Collingwood this coming week to get into for a spot in the grand final. So that's pretty exciting. Looking forward to that. Yeah, that's a, that's um, a big thing for a big thing for you because I know you're you're a yeah. big big uh, Swans fan. Yeah, I am. So it's always good. You know, it's nice to have a team that um you know has chances of getting the grand final. So <laughs> that, is, that is true. That is true. <laughs> Yeah, so yourself, mate, any catch your eye this week? Um, mate, obviously, you know, you and I are both rocking the rocking the uh, NFL jerseys and and hats at the moment. Um, you know, people might think that they're what least watching and listening to the wrong podcast, but no, it was um it was week one of of the NFL. Um, my Eagles got the win on well their Sunday night, but my Monday morning at three a.m. I, I got up to watch that and. Uh, so 38 35. I don't, know, I don't know how you guys get up that early, man. That would like wreck me like all week. So props to you and Link for getting up that early, man. Yeah, props. well, I, I, I don't know if I went quiet at about 7 o'clock Monday night, but I was gone. I, I, I tapped out at <laughs> 7. I was early night. Don't blame you. Yeah. Don't blame you. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, my Falcons, um, yeah, after dominating for like, you know, three quarters, neck minute. You know, we're, well, we're up by two touchdowns and all of a sudden we lose by one point. So it felt like I was watching a Knights game, to be honest. <laughs> so um, so, we'll, so we'll move on from there. So you know, I, needed a, I needed a bit of pain away watching that game. So the bench warmers are powered by pain away in 2022. Pain away is Australia's number one joint and muscle spray cream brand available in all leading pharmacies. 
All right, Storky. Um, talking about losses, you were just saying before your your, your Falcons lost. Um, let's review the NRLW round four loss to the Sydney Roosters in this week's Pain Away match review. Okay, the Newcastle Knights side took on the Sydney Roosters at Allianz Stadium. The new Allianz Stadium, how good does it look, Storky? Oh, it does. It looks absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. Um, with the Knights going down 18 points to 16, both teams scored three tries, the difference being a Roosters penalty goal. Let's have a look at some of the stats. Possession was split down the middle at 50% each. The Knights had a better completion rate at 64%. The Knights, uh, the Roosters ran more metres with 1,537 metres. Both teams made 13 errors. Knights gave away five penalties to the Roosters, two. The Roosters made more tackles with 235. And the Knights had more missed tackles with 39 missed tackles. The men's game stopped Storky. Um, and the Knights women's side take up the men's um, philosophy of not completing tackles. Yeah, no, it's definitely not something we want to, uh, yeah, keep on keeping supporting on. or keeping on. Yeah, keeping on, keeping on. But mm. um, so, uh, yeah, you know how it is. I do. Um, I just want to apologise as well. Um, obviously, my vote, my voice is a bit still a bit croaky from from being uh, crook the last week or two. Um, anyway, Storky, what were your thoughts on the game? Uh, well, to be honest, you know, going into it, I wasn't too sure how we were going to fare on this one. You know, I was pretty confident um, uh, that we could, you know, get the W. But then after the first 10 minutes and we're down by two tries, <laughs> yeah, my confidence was, uh, yeah, wasn't the best, to be honest. No, but, it, was, um, it was a very poor star, what, start, wasn't it? Um, it was. I, I missed, I think, the, the first three minutes or something. And then I've come in and I'm just like, what, what's, what's going on here? And then, like you said, they got away to a to an early couple of tries. And I'm like, yeah. I, I, I know we came back the week before and won right at the end. But I'm sitting there thinking, can we do that again? And can we do it against the Roosters with players yeah. like, you know, Tamika Upton missing and Bobby Law and... I don't know. I just, I just, I didn't, didn't see us coming back after that very poor start. Uh, well, that Jasmine Strong, who was um, the winger for the Roosters, I think it was like her debut game for the Roosters, and every time they went out to her wing, like she just looked dangerous. I don't know. Mm. I was thinking, oh, here we go. This is like reminiscent of the men's game. What's happening to our <laughs> wing? Um, uh, but yeah, no, it was well, when we did have this comeback, but like you know, restored, you know, restored some of that confidence. So uh, yeah, yeah, was... I was starting to feel a bit good about it. It was a very hard-fought comeback, wasn't it? Um, I believe we play our best best football in the NRLW side. When we play down the middle, we play down the middle yeah. and, and, and we play fast. Quick play to balls, um, hard straight runners. Very different to what you see in our men's side. Chalk and cheese, what? the two sides. Look at some great forwards, like especially you know Johnson. Like she's, oh yeah, she's brilliant. She's yeah. like, like we always say, she's the female clamor. You know, she's got that yeah. that brute force, and she's yeah. But um, then, then yeah, you throw she's in, not the only one. Yeah, then you you throw in Millie Boyle. You've got um, yeah. you've got uh, Romy Tidesell, even though she was in the the centers. Um, but yeah, yeah. And there's one other girl too. I always forget her name, but um, oh, I'm gonna have to remember Link's, it for Link's the next favorite? show. 
Um, Clydesdale, Yasmin Clydesdale? No, it's one of the forwards. I don't know. She, maybe she comes off the bench because I don't think she's... Is it um, pre- uh, Pretty Bond? Pretty Bond yeah. comes off the bench and she's a yeah. she's a big, big hard runner. Yeah. Yep. She does a good job. Yeah, she's hard to pull down. She's hard to stop. So yeah, no, she, she's she's, she's very good. Um, one thing I was disappointed with with the game, um, well, apart from the loss, um, the lack of support our NRLW side gets in general i'm not just talking about you know phys- yeah. physical people at the crowd online online like you will hardly any see, you'll hardly see any um conversations on on any of the knights groups um about the girls or it, i don't know it just i i'm not feeling much support out there at the moment no, I notice it as well. Like, you get the sprinkling of, you know, fans, you know, like ourselves who are really into it. Like, I generally get excited about it. Yeah. Um, but then you've got other fans who they are not necessarily making their negative comments. Like, there is some, don't get me wrong, that still do that. Yeah. But it's just the interest just doesn't seem to be there. I don't know if it's because um, the game, the season isn't as long, so maybe they don't feel as invested in it. But um, I'm not sure what the reasons are. But, mate, we've got a great team. Mm. And it's Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. So, I I don't understand. Like, it could be a, it could be a wheelchair footy game. Um, it could be you know the under twelves Newcastle Knights team. Um, I feel like I would get invested. I would watch. Um, yeah. so I I don't I don't understand when there's a team running out in red and blue under the Newcastle Knights banner, no matter what gender they are, or I I just don't understand the lack of support. It's even going back to the game where um uh, oh, I've forgotten who we played, but remember the um a game where um it was basically after the men's game. Round and, one. Was that round one at home? Yeah. 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 Nearly, like you could just see the crowd like I remember we mentioned last week they were in the dressing sheds before going, look at the crowd out there, everyone stuck around. <laughs> yeah. That was like really awkward because no they didn't. There wasn't that many people there. Yeah. Um yeah, and I know we just had a bad loss that game, so maybe that was. But I don't know, I don't know. But I'll tell you what, something that real, something really nice to watch, mm. and you, we definitely caught it because we chatted about it. Um, was tight sells catch when she's on a back? Yes, yes. I see that very often. That was, that was nice. That was impressive. Um, I I didn't actually see it. I don't know what I was doing at the time. Um, probably having lunch. I don't know. But but I didn't I didn't see that live, and it wasn't until in the halftime break and they're showing highlights of the first half and I'm sitting there and I saw that and I'm, I'm just like, what just happened? What, what was that? So I had yeah. to, had to rewind it and watch it again. It was hard to see. Like I saw her take the ball, but I didn't realize until they showed the replay that she was actually on her back yeah. like, and just like stuck her arms up to get it. So like, that was nice. That was definitely a highlight. It was into the highlight realm, straight to the pool room. That, that would have been hard. And, um, I don't know. I I would have felt sorry for her if you know she dropped it or or whatever. But let's talk about the kick. The kick was straight to her. Like it was, it was, it was perfectly kicked right to a girl laying down on the ground. I don't, I don't know. I don't. Almost aim for her. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's a um, weird one. Anything else about the game, Storky? No, I'm going to move on to the Steel City key moments. You know, a bit of a controversial one. I know, especially yes. in, in our in our little group. So, yep. um, Steel City key moment was the Jesse Southwell pass. Uh, last five minutes of the game, um, Jesse Southwell. Um, you know, just you know, we a bit of a she passes the ball. You know, whether it was forced or not, there's a bit of you know back and forth in our group. But yep. um, yeah, she passes it to the wing. Tossel gets a touch to it. 
ball goes to ground. Isabella um, Kelly mm. sets sails for the try line, and that is the game, unfortunately. She's, so yeah, Isabel Kelly's just too yeah, good to was... be giving the, the ball like that to her. Nah. Um, oh, yeah, um, Lincoln and I had very different different opinions, didn't we, in our little our little Benchwarmers group chat? Yeah, um, I just sat down with my popcorn and no, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, he he's kind of pointing the finger at, at you know the stupid pass in the last five minutes. I'm pointing at the finger at um, you know the pass was going over her. She shouldn't have tried catching it. Let it go to the winger. Um, but uh, I don't know. You you can't really you can't really point the finger at anyone, I guess, especially a 17-year-old girl. Like, she, she's going to learn from this. Um, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of glad. Like, we are just talking just then how there's lack of support online from about the women's game. Um, I'm just glad that she didn't cop a spraying online because if that was Kalen Ponger, if that was, oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if that was one of the yeah. men that threw that pass and we lost that game in the last couple of seconds, it would have been like the Andrew Johns cutout ball Back in the oh, back in two thousand, um, she would have been absolutely roasted. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she she would have copped it. So I'm just glad she didn't cop it because yes, she's only seventeen. Um. Yeah. She she'll learn from it. And like you said, you know, you can't blame them. Like I'm sure if um Southwell had that time again, she'll probably play it a little bit more safe in the five minutes. Yeah. Uh, last five minutes, and I'm sure if Tightsell had her time again, she wouldn't have stuck her hands up. So, you know, it is what exactly. it is. It's one of those things. Yeah. But coming away from that game, I remember I said when we started um the preview here that um oh you know I didn't I had a bit of confidence going in that I lost it. Yeah. Taking away from this game. I actually have a lot more confidence that if we match if we actually meet the Roosters in the grand final that we can beat it. We can go toe-to-toe with the Roosters exactly. and we can win this whole competition. Yeah, if, so. if, if, we meet, if we match, um, you know, against them with the likes of Bobby Law and Tamika Upton, I, I, yeah. I feel like we can um, we can win that. I don't think, I don't believe they had many people out. Maybe the, the winger, how you said they had a winger on, on debut. Yeah. They still had their big stars, like, you know, yeah, Isabel exactly. Kelly and that. They still yep. had their big stars yep. in there, so. Exactly. But yeah. So that was the Steel City key moment of the week. Let's have a look at the NRLW ladder brought to you by the Cambridge. At the end of round four, the Roosters are on top of the ladder and wrap up the minor premiership. Knights are in second place. Dragons, Broncos, Titans and Eels to round out the rest of the ladder. Now, it's a lot shorter to go through than the oh, old, uh, yeah. the NRL <laughs> ladder. Last year it is. Anyway, next year it's going to get longer, so there we oh, go. Yeah, exactly. We have to go through 17 teams in the NRL ladder. Don't even get me started with a bye every week. Um, <laughs> oh, all right. Now, Storky, um, girls weren't the only um, Newcastle Knights team to play on the weekend. Uh, that. The, the Newcastle Knights are into the Jersey flag grand final after beating the Sydney Roosters. 24 to 22 at Net Strata Jubilee Stadium on Saturday afternoon. The Jersey Flag Grand Final is in two weeks' time against the winner of either the Penrith Panthers or the Sydney Roosters again. So the Sydney Roosters have another chance. Um, they beat the Panthers and we get to beat them again in the Grand Final. That'll be good. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'll be good. At, it'll, it'll be good to have at least one Knights team in the grand final this year. Fingers crossed that the NRLW side can get there as well. It will be too, but um, hopefully we can, like, you know, there's good things in the future. If this is our Jersey flag team, hopefully you know our pathways and whatnot, you know, <laughs> we can actually keep some of these players. Yep. yep. 
And, you know, we will have, you know, some prospects and future stars coming through. But in saying that, like you said, the Panthers are obviously killing it in Jersey Fleet too. Yeah, they're nice. killing it, as we all know, mm. in the NRL. So they've got, like, yeah, yeah they're glory days. Glory <laughs> days for the Panthers coming up by the looks of it. They don't need any more players coming through. Um, yeah. All right, let's have a look at the NRL Resurge Clothing Rewind. Resurge Clothing have been an amazing sponsor for us, us this year. Um, just want to talk about a couple of things that I guess caught our eye throughout the finals series on the weekend. First one for me, um, the Sharks versus Cowboys. The, the, the finish was sensational. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it. And I think this is the best final series that I have watched in a, in a very long time. There was a lot of quality games. Um, Foul Holmes kicking that field goal, 45 metres out, two-point field goal to win the game. Oh, I thought... I thought that was a fantastic finish. I watched the game um, before that, the end of the game before that, um, and that was an awesome game. That was a great game. I can't, to be honest, I can't remember which game that was, but I remember I watched that game and I was like, that's a great game. And then after that, well, you know, me and the missus watched the new Thor movie. <laughs> yeah. just, just came out on Disney+. Plus. hadn't seen it yet, so I wanted to see that. So I thought, oh, well, that can't get much better than that with the footy tonight. And then all of a sudden I'm hearing about this overtime and yep. this this two-point field goal, and I'm like, "Whoa, hey, what is going on?" But like you said, how good is it? But like, yep. just the, just the feeling, the vibe, the passion—like you could feel it from the crowd. Like, crowd was huge. Crowd was going nuts in every game. Every game, like even that um uh, the South game when oh. Latrell was getting interviewed after the yep. game, you could hear like. You know, the equal amount of cheers and boos, but the crowd was fully getting into it. And that was like after the game. Like, I, have, I love it. I, I have, love it. Yeah, I, I have never wanted to be um, at an NRL game so much. You know, sitting at home, watching that game on TV, I was like, I wish that I was there. Um, seven sin, sin bins, most in the NRL um, history. Um, like Lincoln said the other day, it's the equal amount of, there was just as many sin bins in that game as there was Knights wins yeah. this year in the NRL, which is sad. I saw, some, I saw someone put a meme up, you know, that um, Oprah Winfield, like, you get a sin bin. You get a sin bin. You yeah. get a sin bin. I thought that was good quality. Yeah, that, that was one. good. Whoever made that one? Yeah. Uh, I saw another one. It was the it was the, the Simpsons meme where they're sitting in class and, you know, when they're trying to get Bart Simpson to say his line. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, it's the ref and he's they're like, come on, say it. And then he said... <laughs> You're in the bin. It was good. Um, I was I was so sure that there was going to be a fight in the crowd because ah, there probably was just that much tension <laughs> and that much frustration from either side's fans. I just I, I felt like it was a pressure cooker and it was just going to go off at any moment. But you know, it was but good. Imagine. Imagine being a Raiders fan. Like, who gave the Raiders a chance against the Storm? Like, seriously. Yeah. Like, they only just scraped in because Brisbane, you know, all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. you know, took a bloody nosedive yep. towards the end of the season. Yes. And they just snuck in. And now the bloody mighty green machine is, um, mm. I don't know. I don't know if they'll get past next week. We'll have a look at that yeah, soon. Yeah, not, um, not sure about that. What's, yeah, but. My favorite thing about that is a little meme that I made a couple of years ago that I didn't even really think of at the time i was just like i'm going to put homer in a knight's jersey and have him waving a little little raiders yeah. flag um, that's been going on yeah people have been latching onto that yeah no it's it's doing the rounds yeah, again it's great it is. um i think the icing for me on top of all of the uh the final series so far is that this is going to be the first final series for i don't know years and years that the storm and roosters are both bowed out in round one yeah it's just going to feel fresh 
Like, it's going to be different. Don't get me wrong. As much as I don't like the Roosters, you know, 2000. As much as I don't <laughs> like the Roosters and I don't like the Storm, they are good bloody football sides. Yep. But it's just going to be nice to have refreshing, like not having them in it. It's just going to be great. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I was... Now that you mention it, that is that is really nice. Um, I was actually going for the Roosters towards the end. Um, I, I don't know how. I don't like either team. Yeah, no, I, don't like I, the Roosters I, I, or South. I really don't like South. So I, I really don't like South. Um, I think I mentioned to you. I said South for me. I don't like like a handful of players aren't my favourites, but with the Roosters, I just as a whole as a franchise <laughs> as, as an organisation. Like yep. Yeah. So, yep. so yeah, I probably wanted South to win. Yep, from Uncle Nick all the way down to the whoever scrubs the toilets. <laughs> right, right <laughs> down to the chook, the bloody chook mascot. Yeah. Uh, how much do you reckon mascots getting paid these days? I don't know. You'd think like they don't do as much as they used to in the 80s. Like, how about the ones in like the NBA? I don't know about the NFL, but in the NBA, like remember the old um, gorilla that used to be for the Phoenix Suns and he'd jump off the springboard, jump off yes. the um, trampolines and do dunks, dunks and, and stuff. All yeah. That. And they interact with the crowd. I've seen them in the crowd, like um, you know, mucking around with people and doing even, interacting and that. Even um, even in the NBA now, you've still got um, um, the odd, the odd mascot doing a bit of break dancing and stuff. So obviously, yeah. obviously they're talented in something. Um, not quite sure. Novo has a talent. Like he kind of just yeah walks around and lifts his sword up every now and then and. He does his job, though. Novo, you know, well, he's not getting his wins. He, but I don't he know does really a his, job. That's not really his job, I guess, to get us the wins. But, um, yeah. Wouldn't be surprised he's, if Novo's not getting paid. But anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> We're going to you know, set up a um, GoFundMe for Novo. Or a new Novo, mascot. If you're out there, and, yeah, well, I was going to say, if you're out there, Novo, we're looking after you. You want to can him. You want to get rid of Paul Novo. Sorry, well, Novo. Novo. I think we just need something a bit more menacing. You know, Look, Storky wants to keep you and maybe get someone else. Maybe we could have like a tag team duo. Oh, back like back in the day. Back in the day. Sh- yep. Yeah, but Sean just wants to cut you totally, mate. So I'm sorry to break it to you. <laughs> I, I want, I want something a bit more menacing. Um, but mind you, our team's not menacing, so you know, Novo it's fits right in. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Very, yeah. very true. I was about to say Novo is about as soft as and Ponga's forehead, but um, we won't, we won't, we won't go there. Okay, there. <laughs> um, all right, that 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 seems like a good moment to throw to Sid Fogg's um knighted news. So let's cross to Lincoln this week in his knighted bar. I wonder if he's going to have an NFL jersey on as well. Have a feeling. Have a, have a feeling he will. Um, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. All right, Knighted News, sponsored by Sid Fox. Lincoln, how are you, mate? Boys, boys, what an eventful week. My God. The Monarch's gone. The NFL's oh, kicked off. Yep. Finals football. Yep. How'd My you, lordy, what a time to be alive. How'd your NFL team go on the weekend? Bloody awesome. Awesome. I'll tell you what, we <laughs> haven't won a season opener in, uh, I think it was five or six seasons, and what a way to win it. I don't know if you boys caught it, but it was sensational. Sensational. I, I, I did catch the um, – I did catch – well, I, I kind of watched the whole thing, but, yeah, I, I definitely caught the end where – you just snuck, snuck home. It was, it was good. 
very it's strange good, to mate. hear you. Um, it's strange to hear you talking with excitement about the Giants. For a I change. know that's, that's a bit different, isn't it, Sean? <laughs> I'm in the wrong job, boys. I'm in the wrong <laughs> goddamn job, my lord. <laughs> I know, right? It feels weird to be um, proud of a team to not yeah. be. Yeah, mate. Is so is there play. any um is there any um Giants Australia pages? Is is that something uh, you could go down the down the line? Possibly, on? mate. There, uh, the one thing with the NFL, there is. There it seems like there's a goddamn page for anything. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. I used to be a part of all of them, but it used to just clog my news feed up. So that wouldn't surprise me at all. Believe it or not, funny story. I walked out of the bar here last night, and I heard my neighbour scream out Saquon Barkley, <laughs> and he's a he's a giant supporter. I had there no idea. You they were watching. I didn't. I didn't want to ruin the game for him because he's gonna. I heard him say, well, "There's no way we're gonna win this game." And I didn't want to spoil it. I didn't want to be that weird voice over the. Fence. We did win. <laughs> so um, yeah, good to know my neighbours are. A, uh, a giant supporter. So, yeah. Good friend of the show. You know, Kenny, good friend of the show. He's actually a giant supporter as well. So, he has excellent taste in teams. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Take it off. Shout out to Kenny. Shout out to you, Kenny. Any any news this week, mate? Night's news. Plenty, boys. Plenty. plenty, plenty. This team is just keeping me busy. I tell you what. Um, all right. Let's kick it off. Now, look, the RLPA's players champion. Now, there's four players that are nominated from every club. So, mind you, this is voted on by the players. A couple of really, really bizarre nomination guys. Um, David Clemmer, no shock there. Dom Young, I thought was a great nomination. Yep. These next two, Kalen Ponga and Dane Gagai. Yeah, I don't get um, that. <laughs> I don't yeah, get it. For a guy that's only played 14 games, finished seven of them, yep. played 37% of the season, God knows how Kalen got in there. And Dane, Dane is the... The worst, he has the, the most missed tackles of the night since I think it's fifth worst in the league. Certainly yep. by the first outside back. Um, mm. Really bizarre. Um, yeah, I don't know what to make of that one. I, I think the boys are watching Origin reruns. Not yeah, obviously, um, obviously you don't need to complete tackles to be nominated for this award. Certainly Who not, which, which brings us to our next one, guys. Now, the Knights had their annual awards night. Um, and very strangely enough, this guy wasn't even voted on for the players' champion. Tyson Frizzell being a mm. 2022 Danny Badiris medalist. Um, I was a little surprised. I thought Clem was going to get it. I really did. Yeah. yeah. Clem was best. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't know what you guys think. I'm not uh, too upset about Frizz winning. I, th- I thought he had probably his most consistent season for the Knights this year. Uh, yeah, quite an achiever. Quite achiever, isn't he, old Frizz? He very rarely has a bad game, but then some games he isn't like the first person you think of for like, you know, man of the matches and, you know, things like that. But, yeah, well, I'm my, not upset about it. Mine, I'm, um, you know, I've said it a few times on the show, I'm a bit worried that he might take off and leave just because of how shit we've been going. So, um, I know, maybe it was a bit of a sweetener of stay here and we'll... Give you the best player award. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, Clutching well, at straws there, but well, I think he does have a player option in his favour. Um, yep. So whether or not I mean, that's going to be activated or not is mm, yet to be seen, isn't it? Yeah. I, I like Sean's theory. I was just wondering if we can give Munster, you know, our you know team player of the year award. Try and get him. To doesn't come even over. play yes. for us, and we'll give him yeah. our yeah. best player. <laughs> we, come over to us, and we'll give that to you. We can yeah. guarantee it next year. Uh, but yeah, look, boys, um, now in some World Cup news, um, our captain, Kalen Ponga, has rung up Mal Meninga and said, mate, I am not playing. Uh, I'm not going to be Smart. available for selection, which I think is excellent news. I think it was the news we we're all hoping for after mm-hmm. this 
cubicle bullshit that all happened. Um, and if he's going to start showing some leadership, well, now's the time yeah. um, to focus on a strong preseason. Um, Daniel Saifidi did the same thing a couple months ago, ruled himself out. I think he's certainly another player that needs to have a very, very strong preseason. Um, yeah. I think probably fucking 95% of our players The whole team. Whole team the, whole, yep. <laughs> the whole team does. Um, so, yes, excellent news, I think. Um, KP ruling himself out. And for anyone who was saying he wasn't going to get picked, he was going to get picked. Unfortunately oh, for yeah. us night supporters, every time the guy plays rep, he fucking kills it. Yeah. Um, so, to our frustrations, if he were to play, he probably would have aced it, which would have just made us more infuriated anyways. But, uh, look, we're yeah, not going to the paid. backlash. Yeah. Imagine the backlash, though, if he'd had chosen to play after the season he'd had and the amount of games he'd missed for us. Like, mate, social media would have had a meltdown. Oh, I would have. Well, look, someone who certainly who does not want to be showing their face in around England at all, Caitlin Moran. Oh. Um, I tell you what, the headlines certainly don't uh, discriminate when it comes to our women's team. My God. Um, yeah. I bet you'd want a time over again, um, posting some unsavory comments yep. towards the late queen. Um, yeah. Um, Just not not smart. Um, no, a bit tone deaf. I, obviously, they don't go through the media training that the men do. I know the men um, get hammered on what you can say online, what you can't say online, what you can say in interviews anywhere near, you know, a recording device of any kind. Um I don't know. Are the women going through the same thing or not? Or I don't, I don't know. It just wasn't wasn't yeah. smart. It's a, strong to be opi- it's a very strong opinion, and she's you know it's free country. She's allowed to have that opinion, but oh, you just yeah. got to be a little bit smarter yeah. about these things. Like you know, imagine yeah. talking yeah. about backlash. You were talking about backlash a minute ago. Imagine that was a KP, or oh, if, if, yeah. if that was someone of profile. Can you imagine how? Well, dare I say the Izzy Farrell incident? You know, we're going to go there again. So. Anyway. Yeah, um, it, 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 you know that's that's almost you know I feel warrant of being booted from the game if it's a, a high profile player. So I don't know. She's probably a bit lucky that she's what a a, a bench bench player. So I don't know. Yeah, don't know. we live and learn, boys. We've all been young and stupid. So hopefully, yeah. Caitlin's learned a lesson on this one. Absolutely. Yeah, let's keep let's keep the English theme going, boys. To tell you what's all about the bloody British, isn't it? it is um, yeah, Bevan French. Now, look, very, very mixed reports on this one. Um, I've had mail saying it's 100% he's coming. He's buying a house in Newcastle, yep. all this stuff. Now, the Wigan Warriors are apparently tabling him an offer that's too good to refuse. That's going to completely trump our offer. The guy is an absolute try-scoring machine over there at the moment. I can understand why they do not want to lose him. Yep. Um so you look, nothing's been officially announced by the Knights, which doesn't surprise me given, um, you know, what when are the super, is the Super League season still going, I believe? I um, think so, yeah. I'm not sure. So look, no surprises there. But um, keep an eye on this one. Look, if, if they're going to throw the, the kitchen sink at Bevan to keep him there, um, the guy could do a backflip. So mm, watch this space though. on Bevan. You know, yeah. yeah. Big fish little pond situation. You know, does he want to play in the best league, you know? There is to play for, or is he happy being, you know, that big Well, look, the, the, the carrot that has been dangled. Now, AOB recently uh, did an interview. I think I would not all be surprised, guys, if uh, we see KP moving into the halves because mm. I think that the carrot that's been dangled in front of um, Bevan would be to play fullback. Yeah. I really do think, um, I don't know, I think it just seems the, fe- the feeling is that KP is going to probably be our 5'8 next year. 
Um, you, you want your best you... player to be touching the ball as much as possible. It makes sense. Like I, I get it. So gamble well, at KP and the halves. You heard it here first. Well, mm, well, well, hold that. Know. Mm. Hold that thought again. We'll get to that. Um, yep. Now look, Stop in some the more. Bus. Oh, Stop mate. the bus. I <laughs> know. Oh, so look, um, after our uh, last last game of the season, AOB made some comments about the Knights having had talks with Phoenix Crossland and apparently has done a deal. Nothing official has been said, but... Um, the future goat. Much hey. like the, the future goat, you think? The future goat. Well, yeah. Um, I don't know. The fans, I don't know. The fans don't seem to be too happy with this one. I think uh, they're, no, they're we'll, happy to let Phoenix go. Yeah. Um, Storky and I were talking about that a, a while ago that, you know, there's there's just, you know, whenever there's a signing or a, a re-signing and it just it, it blows blows up on, on Knight's uh, social media pages and groups, um, there's kind of been nothing. There's been <laughs> there's yeah, no, like a, there's no excitement. Like a tumbleweed. Yeah, tumbleweed in one of the old westerns. Yeah, never yeah. really, nothing really got said about it. No, no, not at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, by by the comments made by the coach, I'd be very surprised if that wasn't true. So it sounds like a deal will be done. Uh, mm. We do know he was off contract, so I'd I imagine it, it would only be like a one year deal again. Yeah, um, yeah depth, bit of a depth signing, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now look, another half, guys. Let's go back to England again. Brody Croft. Yes. Brody Croft. Now the Knights are reported to be heavily favourites um, to get Brody's signature. Apparently, he's absolutely killed it for Salford over there. He's only had one season there. Made the team of the year over in the uh, Super League. Um, look, Brody debuted back in 2016 for the Storm. He was going to be he was touted as you know the Croft replacement. Didn't quite work out that way. Um, in a really unfortunate move, the poor bastard landed up in that. Broncos team that was just abysmal, <laughs> uh, which saw the guy just... That's a great you know, Broncos team. Oh, one of the best in yeah, history. Certainly one of my favourites. Mm. Yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, look, I'm not totally against this one. Bit left field. The positive is he's is an out-and-out half. Out-and-out yep. half. Um, you know, definitely number seven. Uh, what, do you, what do you boys make of this one? Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's good, especially with, um, I'm guessing the news you're, you're about to get to or whatever, whatever mail you've got on, on Brooksy on, uh, Luke Brooks. Well, look, um, it's only the Tigers recruitment manager, Warren McDonald came in and said, there's absolutely under no circumstances, he's going to reiterate, he, he will not be going to the Knights. Okay. So apparently they've begun contract negotiations to extend his stay from 2024 onwards. Um, but Doesn't you know, only, only a month ago, Clint Zammett and Brooks were spotted in deep, deep conversation. So hey, yeah. make of that what you will. But that was an official Tiger statement from them. So it's got to, mm. you know, it just doesn't make sense. Like, for how long have like Tigers fans don't want him? It seems like the club at times hasn't wanted him. It seems like he hasn't wanted to be there. Okay, let's talk about extending his contract. Just yeah. doesn't make sense. Like, just let him go if he well, wants to go. Like, this doesn't make sense. Even the Tigers were putting him forward back when they wanted Mitchell Pearce. They were like, we'll give you Luke Brooks if you give us Mitchell Pearce. Remember that? Are, are, so, they, yeah. Yeah. are they maybe holding the episode? Are they maybe like know. under the table talks with the Knights saying, look, we'll let you have him, but we want this player and the Knights are playing no. no and it's kind of under the table going back and forth. Who knows? But, mm. well, the only thing I can see with Brooks, mate, is you know, um, with Madge out the door, 
um, you know, with Tim Sheens and Benji. I don't know what Benji the connection is. In, yeah. there. Um, that's not a bad point. Maybe that's enough to keep him around. Yep. Yeah, true. But, oh, true. The, okay, so um, if, if, if we go back to Brody Croft, um, yeah, if, if it's true that Luke Brooks isn't coming um, or doesn't want to, whatever it is, um, then, yeah, I'll, I would take Brody Croft to partner KP in halves because, as you were saying, Lincoln, he's an out-and-out seven or half. Mm. Um, he's he's probably, I believe, the the best best half that is being thrown around to us at the moment. Um, if Bellamy thought he was good enough to to have a run and run on spot in Melbourne, then he he's got to have natural talent somewhere. He just hasn't been able to tap into it. Um, so yeah, I'd. I'd I'm I'm happy with a with a Brody Croft to be honest. Um, Where do you move Gamble to then? Do you think because um, obviously Gamble come here because he wants to be in the starting I'd, side, which is the whole I'd, thing, you know, at Brisbane. I'd well, go I've Gamble, got it. Gamble and Clune in reserve grade, I guess. I've got a theory though. So if you've got Gamble, let's say for instance we did a, get a Croft, you just re-signed Crossland, um, Cliff. I, I don't know, man. I think you got one too many. And I've, I've, got a, I've always had a sneaky suspicion if we get cropped, it probably spells the end of Clifford. I, I, just, I, I, I think I'm going Yeah, Storky and I, you know, have been saying that I think Clip, we think Clifford's been gone for six months. I, but Dan, mm-hmm. once again, stop the bus. I did say that about Clemmer last year. Look at the season he had. So <laughs> yeah. I've just told Clifford's going to come out and have a blinder next year now because we've said that. Yeah. Well, look, you give it all of, all of them on recent form. Like those first two games, Lee and Dalliams. Clifford was fucking killing it. Um, yeah, even, he was. even when he first came to club with Pierce. Um, yeah, just, you know, whether it's just some home stuff, homesickness, what, whatever's going mm. on, we do know he got a bit of extended period off there with something. Um, I don't yeah. know. I just get a couple of, there's too many halves. If we yeah. do land someone like Croft, um, I think someone's going to have to leave. I, I, I think one more, one more half, and I, I've, yeah, got a feeling Clifford's gone. Um, who knows what's going on with Kurt Mann? I don't know how long we've got left of of Kurt Mann. Um, <laughs> well, I don't Kurt know where Kurt Mann fits in mate, because you got Adam Elliott coming into play lock next year. Oh, that, yeah, that, that's that's the thing, too. and that's Still why bad. that's why I just brought up um, Kurt Mann because at the moment, if you're throwing up a utility for me, it, you, you're throwing up between Kurt Mann and Gamble. If you've got Ponga and someone like Croft in the halves, for me, I'd have a, a Gamble or a you know, or a, a Kurt Mann at 14. But they're um, not going to sign Gamble. Like we said, they're not going to sign Gamble for him to come and, you know, play in reserve. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is like a weird... It's, like, it's, 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 a really, it it's a really weird situation where if you've got, like, a really good half coming, like, say you say back when we were getting Mitchell Pierce, if you're getting Mitchell Pierce, um, then all there was this situation of what are we going to do with all these excess halves that we have? It's like, in a way, you don't really care because you're getting a solid half. But we're getting all these, I don't want to say it, mediocres, like, you know, they're, they're not your top tier or second tier um, halves. It's, I don't know, we're just, we're just stacked full of halves. And then you've got um, the, the two English boys... One of them. I was just about to say Will Price, yeah, another uh, one. I, I I honestly don't know. We're we're gonna be stocked in the halves and mate, I look I look at Canberra, right? Canberra absolutely killing now. Jamal Fogarty, I don't think anyone would have probably Jamal in the top no. five or six 
probably halves of the game. Yeah. Just does a job. Now, look, if Croc can come in and just do a job um, and, you know, you have someone maybe like KP um, with all the flashness and doing all that stuff, who knows? It, it might work. It might might be enough to work. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, so. Let's just throw everything up and see where it lands. That's, 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 like. that's exactly what it feels like. It just, it just feels like we're going, right, here's all the options of, of halves that we – you know that are available to us, not not your Mitch Moses and your you know your your um all your all your top halves around the comp. It's like we're just going right. Let's let's just grab all the the mids, throw them in yeah. the air, and we'll see which one sticks. Well, you got to remember, AOB man, he's only going to have I think at best two months, mm. so he doesn't have the luxury of waiting. No. Um, he's it's no no surprise to me that. The Knights recruitment market is just going to go berserk. Yep, because he has to find a winning formula between now and March. So he he, he does. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He can't sit there and and wait for a, you know, like I just said, a, a Mitch Moses or someone to come available the following year. He's 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 got to do something. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. He's got a lot to do. <laughs> he like certainly does. Like- it was mm. like when you used to collect basketball cards and you had like heaps of average, like heaps of average ones. And some of your friends had like, you know, Shaq rookie cards and stuff. And you never, ever got the Shaq rookie card. That's the Knights team. That's what it feels like. We've just got a whole <laughs> bunch of averages. We just need that really good rookie card. Yeah, we got a, mm. we got a bunch of Magikarps and um and yeah, we, got, we, got all the we don't have a Charizard. Charizard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> uh, Anything else anyway. for us, Link? Um, no, boys, that's everything on my list. I hope that was enough, mate. That was um, that, that was that was probably your, your best night of news all year, I reckon. Yeah, wrap, wrap your lips around that too. Good conversation, man. I'm looking forward to the next year with the yeah, yep. Show. Next year's Sunday night nighted show, it's gonna be good. Bring it on, it will be, it will be. Makes me moist, makes me moist <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Link, thanks for joining us, mate. No worries, boys. We'll uh, talk soon, eh? We shall see you next week. All right, Storky, let's move on to the Lambton Park Hotel Match Preview. Okay, let's have a look at this week's Round 5 NRLW Clash against the St. George Illawarra Dragons on the Central Coast this Sunday afternoon. Headlining a triple header, kicking off at 3.45pm. For those not going to the game, it will be live on 9, KO and Foxtel. All right, let's have a look at your NRLW side for Round 5. At fullback, Tamika Upton. Jakaya Whitfield and Kayana Takarangi on the wing. Shanice Parker and Amanita Paki in the centres. Kira Dibb at 5'8". Jesse Southwell at halfback. Caitlin Johnston and Millie Boyle in the front row. Olivia Higgins at hooker. Romy Tightzell and Yasmin Clysdale in the second row. Simone Kapani at lock. Emma Manzelman, Taylor Predibon, Caitlin Moran and Mackenzie Wheel on the bench. Um, I said last show that I, I got through it really well and then they went and changed half the side on me. Um, so yeah, you've been, doing, you've been well, you've been doing your well, you've been doing your exercises like Anchorman. Remember on Anchorman <laughs> when he was doing his exercises before? I can't remember what he was saying. Mate, the only thing I'm doing on uh, Anchorman these days is, 
standing in a room screaming about, you know, glass cage of emotions. <laughs> milk, milk was a bad choice. <laughs> it's such a good uh, movie. Uh, like 99% of the, 69% of the time, it works every, every time. time. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's a good movie. I have to watch that again. Yeah. Uh, but your wife and I are actually considering going to this game, actually. Oh, really? So, yeah, it looks like it might not be. We don't, like you said, play until the afternoon. But yep. let's be honest, it's not going to be a big crowd there. You know, get down. It's a good stadium to, you know, just chill out. It at, is, so oh, it, it's a fantastic stadium. Yep. Yeah. We're thinking about just heading down there, you know, find our own little patch somewhere and just like yeah just watching watching the game be not, not a bad idea it, it yes. did it did did um did cross my mind i've got nothing else going on so and like what you said it's game? not like it's going to sell out yeah and what was the game um uh, where the last game they played at this stadium wasn't the knights i don't know what well, might not have been knights related but the ball went over the fence and almost hit a car <laughs> and um some old mate had to run in the middle of the road and grab it that was fantastic he just pulled over because it's pretty much a bridge um yeah He's, he's, he's just stopped, so he's just completely stopped a whole lane, um, got out into the other lane and then gave to the, you know, a, I wouldn't say a good kick, but he's he's yeah. at least got it over the fence. Yeah, um, for, anyone that is, for anyone that isn't aware and hasn't been or hasn't noticed watching it on TV, next time, if you watch the game on the weekend, watch, there's like one end of the stadium just isn't there. It's just yeah. a fence. And then there's a bit there's really busy trees. road. Yeah. The main road. <laughs> and then there's the, the main central, road is like behind it. The Central Coast Highway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be unusual for you to be driving past and like, you know, cop a steed into, to the into the <laughs> Wonder who pays those damages if there's a, yeah. a car accident of a concussion from a steed through the window. That would be uh, interesting. But, um, if that went through the window, if that went through a car window, that would definitely be an extra two points at least. Like, oh, you couldn't deny it. Yeah. That. Yeah. Instant so, win. Anyway. We're getting off track here a little bit. Yep. So, All um, right. We'll, we'll go back to the team list. Um, Tamika Upton, obviously a, a huge in. Um, Bobby Law has been named on the extended bench. So I, I'm a, I'm a big Bobby Law fan. Um, yeah, I'd, yeah, you've I'd, been, a, been a fan for Yep. I'd like to see her make her way, way back into the side. Um, and it's an important yeah. game. If if we win in win this because it's the last round. Um, which how crazy is that? Round five and it's the last round. Um, <laughs> yeah. If if we win, we we finish in second. Um, if we lose, we we drop down to third um, because the the dragons are in third and we're both on six points. So they will we they will jump us. Hopefully, we'll win. We deserve to be higher than third. The, you know? the the season we've had, if we were to finish second, it would kind of take away from it. Even though it's a massive improvement from last year, um, I don't think third really represents. How yeah, well no. we did compared to last year. No, I totally agree. So, yep. um, but um, uh, yeah, Tight Cell being back, one of my favorite players. Talking about Bobby Law is one of your favorite players last year. Tight Cell's one of mine. I've been impressed with her, you know, in her mm. change to, you know, into, into the, the back in, row. Yeah, I've been impressed with her. I think mm. she's doing really well. So, yep. Um, so, where do you see the Knights winning or losing this one, Sean? Um, well, Yasmin Clydesdale said at the you know, in an interview at the end of the game, um, that they took a lot of positives out of that loss to the Roosters. Um, as did you and I, how we were sitting there saying, um, if, if we can, where, from where we had that, that bit of a comeback, um, if, if we can play like that with the likes of Tamika Upton, Bobby Law, uh, basically a full strength side without our lock, Hannah Southwell, um, I feel like we can we can beat pretty much anyone. 
on our day. Yeah. So that that gives me a, a lot of confidence. I'm I'm fairly confident that we're going to win comfortably on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I think um, if our forward pack, like we were talking about before, lay that good foundation. Um, you know, give Southwell on the backs a little bit of room to move. Um, I think we're, you know, if not the, you know, best team in the comp, we're definitely right up there with the, you know, with the Roosters. So, yep. yeah. All right, Storky. Um, the tips are still going, obviously, just because the, the NRL stopped. The, the, the tipping is still going on. So let's have a look at our tips in this week's Bay Hotel Punt Club. Let's start with the NRL competition. On Friday night, the Parramatta Eels take on the Canberra Raiders. I have tipped the Eels while you have tipped the Raiders to keep on doing what they're doing. On Saturday night, the Cronulla Sharks take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, we have both tipped the Sharks. All right, let's move on to the NRLW. The Brisbane Broncos take on the Parramatta Eels. Both of us have tipped the Eels, which is strange because the Eels haven't won a game yet. Um, <laughs> the Gold Coast Titans take on the Sydney Roosters and we have both tipped the Roosters and lastly we have both tipped the Knights to beat the Dragons well it's funny you mentioned about the uh, Parramatta and the uh, Raiders game I don't know I was a bit up in arms about that one you know yep. I do know that Parramatta choke a little bit but um, if I'm going to be 100% honest with you for a second here Sean when I was deciding which one to tip you flipped um, the coin no, I went to go with Parramatta, and then all of a sudden that um, 80s song from the Transformer movie, you know, the, you've got the touch, you've got the power. And I thought, yeah, and I went over and I ticked the Raiders. They're going to do it. They're going to cause the upset. They're going to keep going, the mighty green machine, um, and they're going to get the W. That's why I went with them. Yeah, mate, that's a, that's, a that's, good, that's a good reason. I'm not really sure why I tipped the Eagles. As soon as you said they they like to choke. Did you, I'm say, like, did you just say Eagles or Eels? I hope I said Eels. <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Um, let's go to the. Yeah, let's go. To the, let's go to the. <laughs> let's go to the. Yeah, where's, where's the red flag? I'll challenge it. Um, let's go to the video. Round. <laughs> video. Well, that's that's the right sport, at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Um, bunker. Um, yeah, I, I I tipped the eels, and as soon as you said they like to choke, I'm like, fuck, that's right. They do. They love to choke in the finals. <laughs> um, and like you said, the the Raiders kicked over Melbourne and I should have jumped on that bandwagon, but I've tipped the eels. Um, yeah. Anyway. Do you have a, do you have a specific team that you're jumping on their bandwagon or? You don't um, really care? I don't this year. I, I really don't. Um, each year I, I jump on a band bandwagon. When I made that meme, I was heavily on the, um, heavily on the Raiders bandwagon the other, other year. Yeah. Um, I've been known to jump on the, the Warriors bandwagon, the Cowboys bandwagon, um, what teams have we got left? The Panthers, I definitely won't be on, on their bandwagon. Um, then you've got the Cowboys. Well, I don't know. Um, the way, um, just a little side note, who I picked to come with a wooden spoon this year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, my tips anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to jump on the Sharks bandwagon. Um, I don't know if I can do that. Not with yeah. Ramian in their side. If Ramian wasn't in their side. Yeah. That's why I said I had to I had to think. It's it's really hard between the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders, are, Raiders in a way, are my second team. I, lo- I love green. Green's my favorite color. So if you want to go back to the, you know, if you pick a jersey based on your favorite color, green green's my favorite color. Um, Let's be honest. I don't think the Raiders can win it. Um, I'm the same as you. I don't really 
really cared about. As because of the because the Knights women's team's doing so well, it's kind of taken my focus off a little bit. Exactly. Um, yeah. And not only not only that, but you know the old saying, I go for the Knights, and I also go for whoever's playing the you know insert name here. Well, that's kind of me Seagull. with you know the. <laughs> well, that's kind of me with the Melbourne and the Roosters. So whenever I'm in the grand final time, or not grand final, whenever I'm in the finals times, yeah, I kind of stick to that. But because they're both out now, you don't even have that. Yeah, maybe it's um whoever's playing the um the Rabbitohs. I don't want the Rabbitohs to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Who are the yeah. who are they playing again? Um, the Sharks. Okay, yeah. I'll... Sharks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ramian. Yeah, I'll take the Sharks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. man. Back yeah. He's into a corner here. That's yeah, it. Man. I'm I'm done. I'm walking out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's on that note. That brings us to the end of the show. If you haven't already, you know, give us a like on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Um, subscribe and hit that little bell on YouTube to get notifications. Um, uh, you know, we are still obviously doing shows. We're going to be doing shows yep. until the week after the grand final. Yep. You know, they are a little bit different from the rest of the year. You know, we're not on set. Um, as we mentioned, you know, previous weeks, we've, that set's gone. You know, set is gone. Yeah. You know, TNT, you know, T and it's gone. So um, that's why we're doing it from home at the moment. A little bit more laid back and casual. Yep. Yep. Um, but stick with us. You know, we're still having a bit of fun, having some good times. Um, listen on Spotify if you're after just the audio um, or Google Podcasts. As we always say, you know, it's a bit of a sleeper. We didn't even know about that. Yeah. But everyone loves Google Podcasts. So. <laughs> or Apple, yeah. whatever, whatever whatever they use. I, I don't, don't know what people oh. use these days. I feel like I shoved a lot of words into a really small amount of time there. So, <laughs> you, yeah. you, you may have. Well, I'll, 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 um, I'll say that you can, you can, you can have the rest of the day off. How's that sound? Oh, sweet. Okay, sweet. I'm, I'm going to tea. I can smell <laughs> it from here. <laughs> anyway, that's all uh, from us this week. Thank you for joining me again, Storky. Yeah, thank you very much. Not a problem. Um, thank you to everyone for watching, listening, wherever, you know, Storky just said, whatever you're doing at the moment. Uh, we will see you again next week. Don't just have a good night. Have a Newcastle night. Go the Falcons. Like brothers in arms, we're more than a team. And the heart of a sea, we wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue. Till the end we will fight, sing along. Castle Knights, long live the Newcastle Knights, long live the Newcastle Knights, for the red and the blue, till the end we will fight, singing long live the Newcastle Knights.